Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode, hey Sam, of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe, the Panther, the Bird, and now introducing from the top of Metal Mountain all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal what's going on ringside crew what's going on internationally no what's going on everybody what's going on joe are you ready to go to the circus oh man are you ready for the show i gotta get my popcorn and my soda because let's give a war by the way it's good to see your face again dudes at ringside welcome to the circus of pain what's going on guys what's going on what's going on welcome to the dudes at ringside podcast guys we talk about us. Oh, no problem. Um, um, so if our fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourselves. I am the prophet of pain, Sean Baker. I am the attraction, James Maxson. And we make up two thirds of the team, Circus of Pain. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, individually, uh, who'd you guys, who guys, who trained you guys? Uh, well, we were trained together. Yeah, uh, we were trained together. Okay. Rocky Rage at the uh, House of Rage Wrestling School in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he trained us. Okay. Fantastic trainer. Can't say enough good things about him. Cool. Cool. Good to How did you guys get together as a tag team? Well, really, it was happenstance just, at first. Yeah, it's the our first time tagging was just we were thrown together. Because uh, we needed a team to go up against. Uh, it was the Cuban Mercenaries. Was that, uh, was that their Ronnie name? and Cuban Mercenaries. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, we were thrown together for that. And we've known each other for a while. So we have really good chemistry anyway. And we're like, let's. we need a name. So we dubbed ourselves the Circus of Pain. Fast forward about eight months. Yeah, eight months. And another opportunity arose for us to work together again. And we kick the crap out of the new breed, like we always do, because the new breed sucks and the Circus of Pain is amazing. Exactly. They're terrible bunch of children. Yes. When you guys sent us your pictures, I'm like, cool, we may have some cool neon makeup going today. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It probably took a, takes a long time to do makeup and stuff like that. So It, like, it takes a while. Uh, and sometimes our makeup artist isn't here. So <laughs> we wouldn't do a very good job of putting it on ourselves. Yeah. Our makeup yeah. artist is also Demonia. Yes. Oh, she is. You're okay. Yeah. Well, she's the she's the third member of Circus of Pain, and she just she does really good jobs at like just making us look presentable. Uh, <laughs> it's just I can't sing her praises enough. She does fantastic, it's phenomenal. Yeah, she's hard on herself about it and thinks it's not good, but whenever it's literally like everyone, it's like I, with everybody, like when you draw. Like me, when I draw, I, I have my own character. Like, I I do that with my stuff too. Like, I think but you're it's you, you're your own biggest critic. Yep. And sometimes you gotta be because it's always hold yourself up to a higher standard than you will ever be at. That way, you can just keep getting better. Yep. I just want to say, you guys makeup looks freaking amazing. Also, you guys, you. Re- the, you guys really go into detail with the clown stuff. It's oh yeah. Just, you guys look really terrifying, which is if thank we, you. It's, it's all yeah. about presentation. You got to look yeah. the part, and if we look fantastic, 
people are going to remember that. And that is our, that's your entire job as an entertainer is to stand out and be remembered. Especially in the wrestling world, because men, male wrestlers are a dime a dozen. If you don't stand out, there's somebody next in line to take your place. I've seen it happen too many times to count. It's, it you got to do like it's a very dog eat dog world. It's become very cooperative lately, but it's, it's the whole protector spot thing is still there. Everyone wants that TV time, so to speak, to go out there and do what they do best. And you got to make sure that you're staying in the fans' minds as best as you can. Yeah. So who would be legitimately right now in in any of the indie promotions you watched any in any other states? What tag team would you be like? You keep you're like you have an eye, you've been watching and having an eye on them and you would want to go face them. Hmm. I want dark clouds again. Yeah. I want dark clouds again. I want the opportunity to actually beat the crap out of dark clouds because yeah. I wasn't able to make it to the last time. Uh dark clouds, uh heat seekers. Yeah, the heat seekers. Elliot Sigmund and uh I can't remember the other guy's name. No, Matt Sigmund and Elliot. Elliot something. I, I don't remember his last name. The Heat Seekers. That's their names. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could I could keep going for hours. I want I want the Mortons. I want Ricky and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're gonna be in town soon, aren't they? Yeah. Next Friday. There's actually a tag team. I I think you guys, the three of you, would actually mesh well with. There's a tag team at, uh, down south actually in CCW in uh Coastal Championship Wrestling. They call themselves Masha Mayhem. Oh, hmm. I'll have to look them up. And they they have like uh, a manager too. So a sweet double so, manager. So we took we took a huge inspiration from the Menagerie from TNA. Yeah. We took yeah. a huge inspiration from them whenever we decided what are we about? Like what everyone needs to sign, somewhat have a role. So like if we're gonna do a stable and it's not just a two man team. Because uh, right now it's just three people. There's we ha- we have had conversations and bringing in someone new, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but it's we had a whole conversation about well, what's everyone's roles? We don't want to bring someone in just for them to be forgotten or just for them to just be there. We need everyone to feel like they are necessary in this team. So we took a lot of inspiration from the Menagerie and TNA whenever we were looking to bring in new people and to make this more than just a basic bog standard tag team, which it never was. But to make, take it to the next level, we need to treat it like it is the most important thing in the world to us because it is. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the menagerie, uh, this, this goes for anything, movies included, and music. Who would you guys say your favorite clowns are? Favorite clown? I'd, I love the Joker. The <laughs> I've, Joker huh? I've loved the Joker since I was 10 years old. Like Mark Hamill as the animated Joker and the yeah. video game Joker. Uh, Heath Ledger as the live action Joker was really good. Tim Curry was fantastic. No, Tim Curry wasn't. Uh, who was it? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. He was fantastic. And I could just keep going. I love the Joker. I'm real big on Rob Zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've actually went back and watched House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects Definitely. multiple times in the last couple weeks. Devil, Devil's Rejects is another vibe that I get from yeah. us, too. I, I, think, I, I, I think I saw that movie with Joe, actually. Do what? I think I saw House of, House of a Thousand Corpses. I think it was with you or we did did we all did we go see um the Hills of Eyes? We saw the Hills of Eyes in the theater, but I think we saw we saw House of a Thousand with Tom. I remember when that guy got st- 
dragged onto the mountain and the hit broke his leg. I was like, oh, dude, no. <laughs> That's all I said. Oh. He went to Funky Town. He did go to Funky Town. Oh, yeah, he got dragged. And <laughs> You know what's funny? You mentioned uh, Tim Curry. You know, I'm yeah, like uh, Rob Zombie. I'm surprised he didn't grab it and do his take on it. He probably could just couldn't get the rights for it. Yeah. That's probably all it was. I'm sure Rob Zombie would love to do something like that if he could. Yeah, because he did Jason, and he changed that idea in your head to him just being a, a messed up looking person that got yeah. drowned in a lake. He ended well, up being a psycho that lived under the camp. <laughs> he's, also, he's got personality too. It's he it's did, hard he did to take, too, Joe. He did it's hard to take uh, a a quiet like mute person and give them personality, especially if they're behind a mask. But he found a way to do it, and it's all about – it's all in performance, too. The uh, I forget the actor that played Jason in that movie, but he's fantastic. Yeah. I'm surprised he, he didn't grab too. Freddy, too. You know that? Do what? That's right. He didn't grab Freddy, too, because if he could make Jason have personality, imagine what he could have did with, with Freddy. Like, that would have been good. I'd, I've never been, like, the biggest Freddy, uh, Freddy fan in the world. Like, I'd, I like – Nightmare on Elm Street, but like Freddy just never really did anything for me. It was never scary, never imposing or anything like that. Not he's to me, like, at least. He's too. What, what's the word? He's too. Beetlejuice. He's too. He's like, yeah, too like Beetlejuice. Like you know, you're gonna die, but then he's gonna make you fat laugh before you die. Like do something stupid. Like, like he can, he can be very frightening, but it's I've just never been scared of him for the most part. As a teen, I was only scared of the stupid stuff. What Freddy do like. If he if he if he brings you to like the uh the boiler room and it's like oh my god where the fuck am I? Yeah and then he pops around the corner with the long arms that freaked me out. Well, he <laughs> didn't help that Dawkins made a Dream Warrior song and Freddie was in that uh was in that music video. Yeah. It didn't help that they did that. That just ruined any bit of like fear that Freddie had. I don't know if y'all know who Dawkins is or anything like that, but they're like know. an 80s hair metal band. Yeah, they they got a song called Dream Warriors, and the entire music video is about people fighting Freddy. <laughs> and it's funny. I bought the uh, the Freddy the reboot of Freddy on DVD. I didn't see it. I just bought it because I didn't go to the theater. I'm like, that is the waste, worst waste of money that I ever. Here we go, Simpsons, worst money spent ever. <laughs> That's what I feel like every time I look at that DVD. Every time I see that freaking DVD, I do that. I'm like. Next to Ghostbusters 2016, I'm like, you too. Both I didn't you. even watch that one. I didn't watch that movie. Yeah. It's, I just saw the, the previews for it, and I, I tend not to watch previews anymore you, because they just you need to see 2016. That's all I'm saying is, <laughs> oh, well, Pop Egon is watching you. Yeah. <laughs> Egon it's, is watching you. I just, I didn't watch the movie because I was like, mm, it just doesn't look good. See the new one. All I'm saying is, Egon is watching you. And seeing everything you're doing, <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I, I didn't even realize they were making a new one until like it came out. It's really good. It's heartfelt. It's a real heartfelt, and it's a real thank you, fans, for not running away. <laughs> Tuesday, Joe, Joe. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Well, yeah, we have a we have a new podcast starting Tuesday. If you guys are not busy, you should go check us out. Popcorn. What is it? Popcorny podcast. Oh, sweet. Is it like a movie podcast? Yes. <laughs> so I'll first, check it out. First episode. Is all about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. Save, it for tu- save it for Tuesday, Joe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. I even have my, <laughs> I even have my Ghostbusters. I even have my Ecto One 
book oh, that's out cool. ready to go. That's cool. <laughs> I have props. <laughs> Usually I'm just dressed like this and we so, all just So where's some some of the places you guys want to travel to? Everywhere. <laughs> that's I mean that's the best answer, really. Like I my big goal is like the UK and Japan, but like realistically, if somebody's like, Hey, I want you to come wrestle in Utah. I'll be there. I've never been to Utah. You know, I want to see cool stuff, you know? That's my goal is just to be able to travel and see as much as I can and Mm -hmm. do what I love. The the East Coast would be cool if you guys travel. If you guys ever come to the East Coast, please let us know because Long Island is a real hotbed for the independent wrestling scene. Oh, yeah. There's a real handle we could all tell you. Like We've been down to – we were down to Burlington, North Carolina a couple times, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, that's, we were down to, what is it? ALW American Lucha, American Lucha wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we went down there and it's right across from the greatest, uh, <laughs> plaza in the world. It's <laughs> called, it's called come park plaza. What? It's amazing. I love it, but it was a lot of fun down there. I enjoyed it and I'd love to go back and I just, I'd love to go all over the, uh, the U S all over the world. Japan is my number one though. I want to go to Japan. Like, the ones offhand right now we could give you suggest you to try to go to if you come to Long Island is uh Cap. That's uh Creative Pro. Oh yeah. Creative Pro. Yeah. Creative Pro. Um Victory Pro Wrestling, another suggestion if you guys come ever come east and come to Long Island. They're they they let you run with your, your characters. They re- let you run and let you just go to town. Sweet everybody in Victory Pro is a character. Everybody. <laughs> but, I mean, good. You need to be a character. Yeah. And if you're good on the microphone, like that promo you made for us, they'll be like, "Do it, yeah, do it." Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the New York Wrestling Connection is a, one that's another one's a really good one that everybody talks about a lot. Also, and the new one, tell them about the new one, Joe. New one is called Outlaw. Outlaw Wrestling. Yes. Yeah. I think I've heard of that. Have you heard of that? I've heard uh, Deathmark tried to run something like that. Oh, uh, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. Where's it at? It's uh they do two locations. They're, they do it in Bayshore and then they do it in Queens. Okay, then it's definitely not the one we're thinking of then. Oh so, yeah, it's <laughs> much better than outlaw. I'd be all for it. I'd like I'd love to yeah. go up there and uh do what we do best. There's there's a lot of good like good a lot of good characters that you could you'll be able to see out here and be like, should I do that? Should I not do that? You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that you could see, like um like, there's there's a few characters that I could see you guys. The face. coach, the coach is a cool character. Yeah, it's a coach Mamone. He's like an '80s uh, coach for like one of those movies and stuff like that. Carries oh. the whistle and carries the whistle and everything. He has the mustache and everything. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that. Hey, I'd be down for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always down. I take the coach to Funky Town. <laughs> <laughs> take the coach to Funky yeah. Town. He he takes he rips his pants off like the like the like Michael Jordan style when he yes. Comes. We've got a guy. We've got a guy around here. His name is Shane Storm, one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen. He's been doing it since before. Years. He's been doing it since the before the towers fell. Oh, uh, wow. He so good at his job. He does. Uh, he wears like pants over his uh, ring pants, and he just rips them off like that. And he'll do like the worst little stretches beforehand. He's just like the stretches. He does like weird little squats. It's amazing. He's just one of the funniest entertainers in the world. And the you gotta get him and coach together. <laughs> tights. Uh huh. Or Esarios's tights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, Esarios. Yeah. Up. He has Esarios's tights that he uh, 
remade into chaps to wear mm-hmm. over his tights. Oh, geez. Yeah. You funny you say S.A. Rios. I actually have, like, you know, the pictures you go into your, you know, like, sports stores as a kid, you go into, and they have pictures of wrestlers that you could just buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought an S.A. Rios picture only because Lita was in the picture. <laughs> Can't say I blame you. Yeah, can't say I blame you. <laughs> it was the old, it was the original Lita when she just yeah. had the hair and she was back just, when she was just getting herself over by doing uh moon salts and stuff. Yes, I. And then I she got more her. over than S. A. Rios. Oh my God, the crowd when the, his music would hit, the crowd would go absolute mm-hmm. bonkers. Oh yeah, Lita's one of my favorite female wrestlers of all time. She can go. I I if 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 there's any male wrestler that I would want to see face, it it, it would it wouldn't want to be someone big like someone like. S.A. Rio, me, uh, Lita versus Rey Mysterio, like 90s mm-hmm. Rey. That'd be a fan. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Not an old Rey because he got bad knees. <laughs> but he still can go. He, he, right? he goes like crazy, especially his feud with Seth Rollins last year. That was some yeah. of the best work I've seen Rey Mysterio do in a while. Yeah. Him and Dominic, was, too. Mm-hmm. Dominic was, I was surprised at how good he was. Yeah. He trained under Lance Storm. I'm not surprised. That's yeah. We know someone <laughs> training under Lance Storm also. A girl named Kiara from England. She trained under Lance Storm also. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. She. You have to look her up. She she trained under Lance Storm, and it's funny. Like we didn't even know who Kiara was, right, Geek? Mm-hmm. And one day she just came in our DMs on Instagram and was like, "Uh, the podcast that was supposed to go on canceled. Can I come on?" And I called Lance. I'm like, Geek. Do you know who Kiara is? And he's like, no, who is Kiara? I'm like, I don't know. And then I find out she's a champion in England. Well, was a champion. And she came on and, oh, God, she became like our best friend. <laughs> like, yes. so you'll have that a lot, too. You'll have a lot of wrestlers that, uh, like, come on just like you didn't necessarily ask for them. They're, like, filling in for somebody else or something like that. And they turn out to be extremely dependable, really good people, a lot of fun to be around. Like you'll have that a lot in wrestling. And it's one of the greatest things about wrestling. I enjoy just meeting new people. Oh, absolutely. I've met some of the greatest people I've ever met through wrestling. Mm-hmm. I met a lot of people through this podcast and I'm oh, just wow. talking to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Like I had people from the Ghostbusters community. One guy, he, he's been busy doing his other, his own thing that he, I told him about the podcast. I thought maybe he'd come for like one or two episodes. In the beginning, he was here almost every episode on Twitch. Yeah, he's a supporter. He's a supporter, right? I know he's busy doing stuff. If you're watching this later on, thanks, Marauder. Thanks for the support, dude. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Um, So, who's a a dream uh, tag team you guys would love to face? Like, broken up or still together, you know what I mean? Like old school. Like are they still are they still active or just No, it's it's a dream. It's a it's dream. Either. Okay. Either. I'd love to face the Dudleys. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be fun. Dudleys. The Dudleys hot take right now. The Dudleys are the single greatest tag team in wrestling. Mm. I'm I, could, school, I, I could agree with that, yeah. I'm old school. I would go Steiner Brothers for me. Steiner's and Dudleys. Steiners are good. I like uh, Arn and Ole. Mm. Arn and Ole Anderson. They're Brain really good. Mm-hmm. Bra- Braun's really good. Braun Breaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? God, so, God forbid what? he have his father's last name. Well, Scott <laughs> ruined that one for him. Yeah. Dude, dude he's been killing it right now. Actually, 2.0 mm-hmm. right now. He's, he's, he's been doing absolutely. great. He's, he's, been, been, he's been doing awesome. 
he's going to be a, a future star. I swear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? he's he's going to be the face of NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And his name, they made. They, I'm like, I saw that. I'm like, wait, he's a Stein, and they're not letting him be a Steiner. What? It's probably a copyright thing. It's yeah. a Scott Steiner thing. Yeah, like they. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Steiner it's probably owned the rights to that name, so. Yeah. It sucks, but. Name a name isn't everything. Yeah. Either it's, that or they don't want him to get too much of a big ego because there are a lot of egos in wrestling. You know what I mean? Well, you kind of got to have one. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying let your ego run everything you do, but like, if you know you're good, like, have that ego. Don't bring yourself down to other people's levels if it's like absolutely beneath you. I'm saying it's, I'm doing a bad job at explaining this. Like, you got to. You have to have an ego, but you have to be able to keep it in check. I, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, you want, you want to bring yourself down to someone who's uh, someone else's level, who's like, eh, maybe I'm not that good. It, it's going to affect you and your work. It's stay humble, but know your worth. That's <laughs> exactly. that's what I was looking for. Stay yeah. humble, but know your worth. But work uh, like work together with everybody to make absolutely. That, you know, that that's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like not like ego, like oh, it's like I mean ego, like. You know, like you're trying to be better than everybody else is what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean by ego. Oh yeah, yeah. But cool. wrestling is 100 a cooperation oh, sport. Oh, 100. Like, yeah. Because nobody yeah. wants to work with somebody who has a huge ego. Like yeah, like, huge, ask, like, ask anybody that had to work Shawn Michaels in the 90s. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He has the he had the biggest chip on his shoulder, and nobody wanted to have the dip to eat it because the chip was stale. And it's like deservedly so. He was good, yeah. But sometimes you got to be able to, you know, put yourself in check and be like, "Hey, I'm being a dick." Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to take me to Funky Town. Oh, didn't Hogan Don't forget Hogan too. Do what? Hogan had a huge ego back then. Oh yeah, Hogan still has a huge ego. Nobody wants to work really with Hogan because of his ego, you know. Yeah, well, it's, he did just did everything he could to try and keep himself as over as possible, <laughs> and especially back then, I can't blame him because back then it was literally like if you like TV time is currency, and if he's missing just a little bit of TV time, that's like if you're gone for five minutes, that's five minutes the fans aren't seeing you, and that's five minutes that they have to move on to the next thing. So it's I can't say I blame exactly. him for being having an ego and trying to push everyone else down, but it's that's just not the climate these days. It's not as bad that way uh, these days. There's so many different outlets now, and mm-hmm. you know the 2020s, and that you can use to stay relevant if you're injured or what have mm-hmm. you. And there's so many more places to work too. Yeah. Like it's never been a better time to be a wrestler. Oh, absolutely! Or a wrestling fan. Yeah. Or a podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's so everyone has a podcast now. It's so easy to get on the internet and let your opinion be known. Yeah. Like, and that just, and that's not a dig at anybody. It's fantastic. Everyone has an opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you, everybody has their voice to be heard. It's not. It's not like the promotions can say. Eh, we all know about this guy, but if they're on a podcast and then they see them, that's and it. it's so, it's so much easier for a promoter to find out what you do and who you are now because if you get in touch with a promoter like, hey man, I'd love to come up and work for you. They're like, okay, send me your stuff, 
so you got to spend six months to send them a VHS of uh, some of the work you've done and it's in terrible quality. And then you find another, th- figure out another three months to find out if you even got hired. Now it's send me your stuff and you send them a link to a bunch of YouTube matches that you got. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Like 100%. It's never been easier to get work. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we, tomorrow we actually, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Larry Legend. Legend. That name sounds so familiar. He's worked yeah. everywhere. He works. He's worked everywhere. I'm more of a face guy. I'm terrible with names. He's worked. <laughs> he's, he used to be the host for, for Ring of Honor. Yeah, glasses. He was always with the nice jacket. Yeah, yeah. Nice I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and then next month, the following Monday, we have Marina Tucker. Oh, really? The yeah. Michigan, uh, the Michigan Detroit, Barbie. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit Barbie. Barbie. Punch me. That's awesome. I'll take really a punch cool. from the Barbie. I'll take a punch. <laughs> I'm I'm five one. I will take a punch and make it look like Sha- like when Shawn Michaels got punched by Tyson. I'll I'll make it. I'll make geek think I'm <laughs> sure where that was gonna go. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were gonna say after that. <laughs> I'll I'll even slip while I'm walking. We, we don't know what we don't know what people are gonna say in our podcast half the time because we had. We had Stevie Ray on our podcast, and he just flat out called Stone Cold the Pussy right on the podcast. Randomly, <laughs> dude, that was it's on TikTok. That 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 it was on TikTok. Oh, that's, that's funny. Funny. It was it's on TikTok, and you think that video would have went over to like a th- billion views, a billion on TikTok like views. That's funny. And, it only has like a hundred and something. I'm like, how does this video not have a billion? How did this not blow up this video? <laughs> how did that? How did really that this video not end up on like WrestleZone? Uh, well, Botchamania, Botchamania, or something. <laughs> podcast has Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat called Stone Cold Steve Austin ex- expletive. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's that's really funny. I just want to see Stone Cold react to that now. <laughs> right. I want to see him too. I want to just... see him too. I want to see him to come on the podcast. I can see the face. My dad. My favorite my thing dad is just. Uh, my favorite thing is just Stone Cold, like my me imagining how Stone Cold would react to certain things, like uh, like I watched the video of him trying different drinks. Sex on the beach. Who wants sex on the beach? You get sand all in your ass crack. What? <laughs> I remember that one. That was my favorite one that he did. <laughs> Ever so Speffy says that was epic. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else did we have? Oh, we had. The owner or the, the COO of the, the indie promotion from England, that Kiara, he announced Kiara's return to the show they had last night. Mm-hmm. And Geeks, I knew because Kiara told me. I didn't know. Like, I didn't tell Geek, but I knew because, you know, me and her became short of buddies. And she, like, told me on their Halloween because it was the day before or the day after Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it was day, no, it was day before Halloween. So she was dressed as Michael Jackson's when she was telling me, Joe, I'm coming back. And I was like, really? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you'll hear about it soon. And then, boom, he breaks the news. Geek's face is his new face on Facebook. It's just, do the face. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's his face on, on Facebook. That's his default picture now forever. <laughs> so he has a new picture. That's his picture. We love taking some of our buddies, taking some of their, like, reaction faces to like we got a buddy we went to quaker steak and we tried some of their eat heat wings and it was really really funny 
he was dying while he was eating it <laughs> and oh, we had dude. we had footage of it in one of his faces uh we just we all took a screenshot of it and made it our facebook profile pictures it's it was fantastic and and the whole time i'm just sitting there like is it hot pussy yeah you're just memeing the entire yeah. time you said can you taste the wild berry <laughs> I said, the hell's a wild berry? I said, it's a berry fountain in the wild, dumbass. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that, that face didn't blow up either. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, we could probably make it blow up. <laughs> All right. If you want if you want to take a picture and just send it, send it around. There you go. How do you do? What would you have to do on Twitter on TikTok? And be like, like their page. And then you have the picture of Geek. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Oh, God. No. <laughs> That's as bad as yours, Geek. <laughs> Got to get the one chip picture up too. <laughs> Boom! Oh my God! He did the one chip challenge there. Jeez, it's fantastic. I love oh, it. I remember. <laughs> all I could think is Geek with the face. Think of oh, there you go. <laughs> I think that video, that picture they keep showing on all the memes of the wrestlers' faces, all like. And then it had the Brazzers letters above the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I love like every now and then I'll get pictures of someone. They took a picture of me in a video where I'm making a funny face, but it's because they paused it while I'm in the middle of saying something. So they're like, oh, you look funny here. It's like, I wasn't making a funny face. I was speaking and you paused the video, but go off. <laughs> go ahead. It's still funny. Go on. <laughs> One of my favorite recent pictures is Santino Morella. Oh, I <laughs> let me find it. The one from a... just him from a Royal Rumble. <laughs> I was cackling when I saw that. I don't know why. I was that cackling. Face when you make when you miss dudes at ringside and they have a big guest. Yeah, this is my new reaction whenever someone says something stupid. That's me all the time. That's when geek. That's geek's face when I tell him that I, we have a show at two thirty when he when he's about to eat lunch, eat dinner. I spent two hours this morning just watching like some of the funniest answers on Family Feud. I love Steve Harvey. He's the he's greatest. The I, I would love to just sit and talk to him about random stuff. Just drink a nice big glass of wine and we just talk about random stuff. It's, oh yeah. I think he smokes cigar. I'd be like, okay, I have a cigar. Boy, you you you're too young to smoke a cigar. I'm 30, 38 years old, my friend. Would you let Steve Harvey take you to Funky Town? Yeah, sure. I would. Yeah, I would. Would y'all let I'll Steve Harvey take you to Funky Town? Oh, I let him. I drink a glass. Oh, let I let him drink me. Let me get drink a little drunk first. So you're okay. You okay. would have to announce us as the best podcast ever and take it away. <laughs> well, I, well, Monday I'm gonna we're gonna ask Larry Legend see if he could welcome us on. Because we've had ring announcers. We had two straight ring announcers do announcing announcers on the screen. So that's Larry Legend. That's like Larry having Legend. me. I would I would have God rest his soul. I would have loved to have Mean Gene Okerland announce oh, yeah. on the show. Oh my god, right? Mean Gene or Howard Finkel. And, and, Howard <laughs> Finkel and Bobby you the Brain. The voice of the nineties and eighties. Howard Finkel. I miss Howard. I miss Howard Finkel Welcome. so much. To WrestleMania, it's like that. Uh, that match that Edge and Randy had back at uh, what was it? Backlash last year. Yeah, yeah. Whenever they piped in Howard Finkel's uh, voice, I was like, "This is awesome." I wish it was actually Howie though. Yeah, yeah, me too. Or the first, uh, the first house show I ever went to when I was like thirteen, he was the ring announcer for the night. 
That's awesome. It's a, like you never realize just how like how much of a legend someone's going to be whenever you like see them, and then just ten years down the road, you're like, oh. like, like I was in the same room as that. Yeah. Guy. Like as I I tell this to Geek and Geek gets it, but then he kind of laughs when I say this. As a child of living on Long Island and living in the New York State, getting a chance to go to Madison Square Garden as a kid to see the Golden Era wrestlers. And hearing Howard Finkel welcome you to Madison Square Garden, you, you got to take it. You're a little spoiled because you got the the, the pipes oh, yeah. of Howard Finkel and Madison Square Garden at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. And the to. 90s golden era people coming out to the ring. So mm-hmm. you got the likes of Hogan, Texas Tornado, Rick, um, uh, Roddy Piper, Million mm-hmm. Dollar Man, The Warlord, all those guys. And you got Ricky Steamboat, Haku. Mm-hmm. Like my childhood was spoiled. Randy Savage. Well, I didn't get a chance. Randy Savage wasn't at any of the shows I was I, I saw, but it's... damn. Yeah, I said. <laughs> I just wish I was alive back then, or not necessarily alive, but because I was alive for some of it. Yeah. But I wish I was old enough to comprehend it and just be able to go to those shows. I, I wasn't close enough to get high fives from any of the guys, but I was there. I was there. Here we go. I was there when they announced Andre the Giant died. Oh, man. I was at the garden. Yeah, you could hear a pin drop. Whole garden love. I could believe it. He, but Howard Finkel had some random news. He had announced a new Undertaker shirt with rip sleeves. And then, and then you went, what? Get the guy came in the ring. What? And then we have some bad news. <laughs> and then he gives us the bad news. I'm like, mm-hmm. That's some of the stuff that like you never see whenever you're like live at the show or like you're watching it on TV. You never see the stuff they do before the show goes live. And that's just like a, a special privilege for the audience in attendance. And sometimes it's not good news, but uh, you're like, like special privilege. Yeah. That was one of those shows. It, that it is a privilege. Yeah. That's especially a- think about back then whenever Andre died. You didn't have the internet. You can't go online and see Rick yeah. Astley died, and then you click the link, and you're getting Rick rolled for the 48th time of your life. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, you had to get a news article and then wait a week for it to see it, to see if it was true or not. Yeah, I think that was I like remember, 90. I remember WrestleZone back in the day when WrestleZone first started. I don't know if Joe remembers this. Click here to find out about this this story. Click mm-hmm. here. I'm like, it. it it bring you to like another web page. I'm like, damn yeah. it, so, you know. And then someone gets on the phone, and you just ruin everything you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it goes. Did did did. this podcast in the '90s? I don't think we'd be able to talk to people like this. They, we would have to go to their house and or just make a video. And exactly, we'd have but to. You probably wouldn't them. really be able to do a video podcast. It would just be you guys. But you'd have to do like they'd have to call in. Yeah, be on the phone. It would be like that. It would be like our podcast we did in uh, college, Joe. Where and we, also, we, as Mod says, and the website would have a virus. And virus. <laughs> no DQ. That's the yes. website that, like, no all wrestling fans, you say the name and they cringe. They get those faces like their your buddy did. Like, mm. no DQ. Aaron Rift yeah. right there. All I could say is Aaron Rift. Thanks to no DQ, Aaron Rift. <laughs> I, I, I say the name and I cringe. I'm like, oh, no DQ. No, no, I'll find another website to look up. No, I don't want a virus. <laughs> See, I was lucky, lucky enough to not really start getting on the internet until I was like nine. So, like, I didn't have to deal with a lot of it because I'm a youngin. 
I was born in 97. So wow. Okay. I yeah, forgot I the year Andre have... died. I think it was like 93. Yeah, it was a it was a show in 93. It was a 93 show. Like the garden still had that smell of old beer and hot dogs. So probably it, it probably still has that smell, honestly. I haven't been there in I I've been living in more. It's it's changed so much. It's still an historic building, but I still think they ruined it when they put that bridge there. Yeah. I've never been, so I wouldn't know. I want to go. That's another one on my bucket yeah. list. I'd love to wrestle in. Joe Joe would be disappointed if he had to see that bridge. You know? That be like, what the fuck is this on top of the garden? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That bridge is horrible. A few I think now it smells like York new beer and hot dogs. New <laughs> beer and hot yeah. dogs. Over $12 hot dogs in 30 uh Total twenty five dollars. What? I'm not even getting a handshake. Yeah, nope. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yes, I don't want the hot dog, and now I really don't want the beer. I'll just have a zip. I just have a zip. Taking you to Funky Town, Madison Square Garden. Thanks for the memories, but you really didn't need to put that bridge right there. Mm. Yeah. I'd still love to wrestle in it. I don't care what happens, what they do to the building. I'm jumping off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I Catch me. Headbutt off the bridge. Catch me, brother. <laughs> I, I was lucky, I was lucky enough to actually see uh, the what was it the New Japan Ring of Honor show in the garden to see. Oh, oh that's an awesome. honor gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, G1 Supercard. Yeah, uh, absolutely awesome. awesome show. Uh, I marked out when Minoru Suzuki was number two in the Battle Royal. Uh, freaking awesome, and to see Great Muda, so good. See Muda being number thirty, nobody knew about it. it was awesome. You I don't know the so guys geek the question you told to Masha, and see how they react. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, would you guys rather take a chop from Walter or a form from Minoru Suzuki? Yes. Which one? Both. Yes. Both? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. okay. I'm, taking the, I'm taking the chop from Walter. <laughs> if you're taking the chop, I'll take the I'll take the forearm then. See, like I could bump off the chop and get out of the way. Yeah. Suzuki <laughs> can just hold you and like unload. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, those forearms, I, I see them on TV. Those look brutal, dude. You know? It's those, yeah. That's uh, wrestling. The one of the best pieces of advice I've ever seen is like, you want something to look as real as possible, fucking hit him. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't try to kill him, but lay it in. He like, he, okay. he he lays it in when he comes to those elbows. Like sometimes when, when, I, when I watch Minoru Suzuki, I say, "Stop, stop! He's already dead. He's already dead." <laughs> no, I, I keep sending that to his deep girlfriend. There's a meme that I sent because somebody was saying something and. Geek and I were like, dude, whatever. The person's the person's mean, and she's like, no, stop it, no. And then I kept texting her this. <laughs> that's you. That's you, me. That's you. That's you. She's like, oh, come on, Joe. Like, no, one of the greatest, you. one of the greatest reactions to getting forearmed by Minoru Suzuki was Moxley. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Just whenever he hit him with that, uh, that forearm, he, he just goes. He goes. <sighs> he, has to, he has to take a second. I was like, that's yeah. Because you just got formed by Minoru Suzuki, it's definitely not what you expected. You can, but, but you're probably like, it's on bucket list right there. Like, oh, he was I, pooping I, himself. He was he like was amazing. Like, he, I've he done lost it in his pants. I've done it. <laughs> but that forearm it. is what 
fix the brain cells in his head to make him go, I need to go to rehab. Yeah, did pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, breaking news. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. Am I canceled now? <laughs> it's a good thing. He went Can't, to rehab. He put it, he the Congratulations. We're gonna get flagged by AEW. Oh no, right? Well, AEW already doesn't like me. I know they keep trying to send me boxes telling me to love them. So nah, man, we good, man. I know where I am. <laughs> I mean, it was a good thing. He went to rehab. It's great. Yeah, it is a good thing. It is a good thing. He did. I'm so he fixed, sort of. Oh. Every dog needs to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> should be, some should when you get them, but <laughs> sorry. Remember, remember kids or remember people spayed and neuter your animals. Yes. Who, who, who uh, you the say, kids have nothing to do with it. Who would you say took the, the worst forms of Monaro? Who took the worst one? Worst as in like Ugh, or worse than yeah, yeah. oh, that was ow. Just bad. Like, I, I, ow, right? Uh, I don't know. Whatever poor bastard decided to piss him off that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I'm going to say Okada. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. I can believe that. Okada, for, I think it was the UK show when Nazuki was just laying it in. Mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, what, what show was that? It was for the title. It was Okada. Okada was the champion. Minoru Suzuki was challenging him. And he was just laying those forearms in there. Yeah. And, Okada, and Okada was just standing there like. But it's, if you have if you have Japan versus Japan, you know it's going to be hard hitting. Because those, <laughs> those, those they're just tough. They just kill each other every time they're out there. And they just expect it. Yeah, pretty much. It's like. Like. Would like there's any wrestler out there right now that I would love to see get hit by the elbow? I want to see uh MJF get the elbow, <laughs> just have him say something really stupid to Okada, and Okada just like bye, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. laying out. But MJF just has a face you want to punch, and that's perfect yeah. for him. Like, if he gets the most heat in the world because of it, it's perfect, mm-hmm. and he just knows the right things to say to piss yeah. people off. There's a guy on the there's a guy on the East Coast who could probably have him beat. Who's that? Joe. Do so you want to tell him? You know, Johnny Collins. <laughs> Johnny Collins. Johnny yeah. Collins. I've never heard of him. He got he he thinks he's tough because you know he's he's, he's a, got a he's a rich boy from the Hamptons is his gimmick. Yeah. Okay, and he comes out with the sunglasses on and everything, and he talks smack to people, and he's got the voice like Mickey Mouse. Hold the like a lollipop. <laughs> I'm gonna whip your ass, buddy. Yes. <laughs> he's a great. Am, am I he's right? Have, what do you? That's my. Like, all I could think is him doing the voiceover for that. Uh, that TikTok meme that's like, get out here, get your ass out here, Mike McBets. Yeah. That's like my favorite meme. That's like, I said, I, I said that to like the the mod. Severus so Spiffy. So that's me and Geek fighting after after the fifth show on on the in July when I came to her his house. <laughs> Get out here, bitch! Get out here, farting, bitch! And Geek's Geek could be goofy because he's big and doofy. <laughs> so Joe will be Mickey because he's short. Oh yeah, of course. I'm I'm a little tough ass. that's on camera. That's why all the girls you like me. Your wife because she's a little silly. No, I said she's fucking goofy. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, I'm just popping myself now. <laughs> this podcast has been fun. Now. I mean, we we haven't had, had asked any questions. We just okay. Here we go. Something funny. What cartoon would our our show be on if you could see the art? What like, cartoon would it be on? Like what channel? Like Cartoon Network, Fox, um, uh, or Adult Disney. 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 Disney? Yeah. You think Fox? Fox yeah. Sunday cartoons? Yeah. I think yeah, like domination. Yeah. Would you would you want to put it like as like a Bob's Burgers kind of show? Like Joe and Joe and Metal Geek, they have like a sh- like a, a restaurant uh, a radio station or they do like a podcast. Yeah. Oh no, wait, better one. FX. With oh yeah. And stuff. FX. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So one person said we're like Cartoon Network. I'm like, I mean, we're like Teen Titans. They're like, oh, yes, you guys are like Teen Titans. Means I have to do the waffles dance and do twerk while I'm doing it. Waffles, waffles, waffles. Oh, you're talking about Teen Titans Go? Yeah, that that's, oh. that's like, yeah. I haven't seen any of that. That's I, It's not the same as the original Teen Titans. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Good. To do some funky yeah. stuff on that, they bring them to Funky Town. You find out what happens to Raven when she hangs out with uh, Cyborg a little too much. Yeah. Hold up. That just took a turn. <laughs> yeah. Cyborg, I didn't know you could shake like that. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> Cyborg's got moves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had my sister joke to me because I started growing the mustache and I, I think I was wearing a white shirt and I came up the stairs and she's, oh my God. I'm like, what? She's like, you now have the must. You you could pull a full on Bob's Burgers if you wanted to. I'm like, <laughs> what? Now, just, you don't need the red glasses. Just just talk with a, a scratchy voice and be like, Gina, you know, um, I just, I just think you need to do something else, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> we know a guy who looks like a, a real life Bob's Burgers character, and it's just amazing. <laughs> like he just, like his facial features just perfectly fits. It, it screams Bob Burgers. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name, but <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Or when, well, in college, me and Geek were like Beavis and Butthead, so I think our show would be like Beavis and Butthead because we'd be sitting there watching. <laughs> instead of instead of doing like we'd be doing the show, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like Wayne's World, but for wrestling. Oh yeah, exactly, that's, definitely. That's our podcast right there. That's Joe. gonna be Wait. Monday when we're not worthy. Geek's gonna be doing that for uh, Larry Legend. <laughs> Geek's not great. Crying? No, <laughs> I need a moment. I made fun of Geek when he sent us the video, his preview video, which I'll post it later on. I I sent Geek the crying emoji, and I said, you. <laughs> I, sent him, I sent him the video, I said, you. And I put, he said my name. <laughs> That's about, it's like popping for people. Like marking out is the greatest. Like it's, I'm still a fan. 100%. The, the way I see it is like if you stop being a fan of the business, like what do you, you need to quit? Because, like, did you just find bunch of crunch in bunch the floor? Bunch of crunch in the floor? Unopened. Is it unopened? It is unopened. Wow. I, I, I'm i a Ghostbusters fan right now. And the only good thing is, are you telling me I deserve this? <laughs> like, like, that's, I want a bunch of crunch now. I know. What was I saying? Yeah, oh, uh, it's, you still, you need to be like 
never get jaded whenever you're in this business because that's just like the kiss of death. Don't get comfortable. Like never stop being a fan. Yeah, because that's the reason why you even started wrestling is because you were a fan of the business and it's something that you wanted to do. So you saw someone on TV and they were like, they inspired you to do what you want to do because you were a fan of them. So never stop being a fan. Never stop marking out for people that you enjoy. Like I, we, uh, just a few months ago, we were in the same room as Jerry Lawler and we yeah. got, we got to watch him wrestle Shane storm. And I was just bouncing up and down like a giddy kid. I was so excited. I was like, that's, that's Jerry Lawler. Yeah. I've been watching him on TV for years. Yeah. It's hard because there's certain wrestlers that like you've watched as a kid and then you finally get a chance to like talk, sit, sit there and talk, like either shake their, their hand and you have to walk away. Like me at rest, when I went to New York Comic Con like two or three years ago, I was walking around my Ghostbusters stuff and, and Sergeant Slaughter is sitting at the table signing autographs. I didn't have any money to buy an autograph. I just walked yeah. over. Hey, Sarge, how you doing? How you doing, sir? How you doing? Mm-hmm. Whatever he calls the cable. And he just shook my hand and his he absolutely crushed my hand. Mm-hmm. It didn't hit me until I'm like five feet away from him. Like, you know, in the Warner Brothers cartoons and it's like, ding. Yeah. I was like, oh, when I got yeah. away from him, my hand wasn't hurting until I got like 50 feet away. I was like, mm-hmm. the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, I had that with Rhino. Yeah. Rhino was like, he only gave me a fist bump, but it was so hard. I just walked up to him. I was like, how you doing, sir? And he just goes, nice to meet you. And he just, just like breaks my hand with the fist bump. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, that's like, that's awesome. One of my favorite memories still, it's on my resume. I got kicked in the head by Davey Richards. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. It was awesome. D- Davey's awesome, by the way. Yeah. Davey's fantastic. He's a, uh, I've had the opportunity to learn from him a couple times and, He's just a really good guy and a really good wrestler. And he's got such a great mind for the business. And anytime I get a chance just to watch one of his matches live, because watching it in person as opposed to on TV, it's just, it's so much different. So if I get an opportunity to watch him wrestle, I take that opportunity because I've learned so much every time. And it's just, it seems like it comes so effortlessly to him. Me, me and Joe watched Davey Richards before he made it to impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in ring of honor with the American Wolves. Yeah. He just got a rib injury, didn't he? Yeah. Fractured yeah. rib. Over. And then he came back. He, yeah, he's he's back now. Is he back already? He's No, he's rest. I mean, he's wrestling yeah. on shows. But well, he, is he injured he again? Came, or, uh, yeah. He came back. His first match that we're aware of back was at uh, ASW, All-Star Wrestling here in West Virginia. Uh, and he is, he won the, the heavyweight title. Yeah, he won the ASW heavyweight championship from Ron Mathis. That guy needs to be signed, by the way. Ron Mathis is amazing. Yeah. Uh, but so he's been ASW's champion for a little bit and he just wrestled at WrestleCade, too. Didn't yeah, he? defending the title. Yeah. Uh, and we just found out a couple of days ago that he got, an, he fractured a rib. So we're like, oh no, what's Gary going to do? Jeez. You know, quite a few wrestlers that were at WrestleCade. Oh, yeah. There was a lot. George a lot South. Wrestlecade. Uh, Wrestlecade's a big event, and so is the, the big event in New York. Mm-hmm. We um we had um what's her name? Oh my god. Woad. We had the Woad on the podcast recently. Oh, really? Yes. She was so yeah. cool. She had some stories, dude, that you'd be like, mm. she's a tough, yeah. tough lady right there. Oh yeah. 
Oh, God. I love just being able to sit and talk to someone that's been in the business for a while or at least been around the business for a while Absolutely. because like the stories they tell you, yeah, they're just stories, but at the same time, you can learn a lot from them if you're paying attention. I love it. And she's yeah, a sweetheart I love, too. I, lo- I love the, the when the wrestlers tell stories because it makes mm-hmm. the show interesting and for people yeah. be, and for people that watch our show, like, wow, you know, yeah. it's inspiring somebody. Mm-hmm. But I, it, my question is that is, do you guys have any stories? It's like back in August, uh, I got stuck with a drunk Chase Stevens. <laughs> oh, gee. Um, I don't know if you remember Chase Stevens. Uh, part I of think I, it sounds familiar. Was he in the Naturals? In, uh, yeah, yeah, in TNA, yeah. In yeah. TNA. So I was in a show, um, and the guy that he rode with had something come up, and he had to leave. And he's like, hey, Chase's car is in this town on your on the way back to your house. Do you care to drop him off? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, it's cool. It's on the way. <laughs> and so as Chase and I are leaving the building, he's like, oh, shit. My car keys are still in this other guy's car. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and so he calls this guy. And this guy's on the way back to Bluefield, West Virginia, which is the complete opposite direction of where we're going. It's like right on the edge of Virginia. Yeah. And so he has to turn around and bring uh, Chase's car keys back. So anyways, Chase is like, he was hammered all night. That's Chase Stevens. Like, it happens. So he's like, hey, you want to go eat? Like, I'll buy you dinner or whatever. Like, yeah, sure. So we ended up at the Buffalo Wild Wings. And we were there for like an hour and a half or more. After they closed at midnight, <laughs> and he was just hammered. But even in that moment of him being just gutted, I mean, he had been drinking all day and was still drinking at this point. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, Duke can go to town. Yeah, he can stuff. go to town. Uh, he had I counted six Jack and Cokes just at the restaurant. But it still oh, gave I'm... you some really good advice. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting to. It's yeah. like even in that moment of him being absolutely blasted out of his mind he gave me some of the best advice i've ever gotten so far and that is well he asked me he said what do you do for a living and i was like oh i work for a landscaping company and he goes no you don't and i'm like i'm pretty sure i know what i do for a living (laughs) you know and he's like oh man you're a professional wrestler if people ask you what you do for a living you're a professional wrestler don't tell them about your real job you take people to funky town every day yeah (laughs) He's like, if you tell yeah, him you're just a professional I don't work for Coca Cola. I'm not yeah, a grocery store associate. I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster yeah. too. Because <laughs> there's not many questions to be asked about a landscaper or a cook or uh, a stalker at a grocery store. There's, most people have a a baseline grasp on what those people do. But whenever you're like, oh, I'm a professional wrestler, you get there's at least five questions that just like come to some people's minds whenever they're like, Oh, this guy's a wrestler. How much do you make? Is it real? Have you ever been choke slammed? Yeah. <laughs> How many stunners have you hit? Have you ever taken Funny anyone like, to funky town? I've, I've had people have had this, the question, Oh, you're a podcaster. Like, what do you, who, who do you talk to? I'm like, mm-hmm. professional it's, wrestlers? <laughs> it's, it's the people don't, like if somebody doesn't know anything, if they're smart, they're going to ask questions about it. So if, if someone asks me, they're like, what do you do? And I go, I'm a cook. They're like, oh, wh- what do you cook? But if I go, 
I'm a wrestler. Like, oh my God, have you met like have you met John Cena? Where have you wrestled before? It's how long have you been doing it? You know, stuff like there's so many different questions that can be asked from an outlandish career. Yeah. And to add on to his John Cena, just a little humble brag. John Cena follows me on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but he does. (laughs) Is it the real John Cena? Yeah, Yeah. it's the verified account. Yeah. (laughs) No. Did you stand up? ICP also follows me on Twitter, (laughs) which is ironic now that we're doing the circuit. Yeah, a bunch of clowns. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yeah, right here. John Cena wow. follows you. <laughs> I wonder why. I guess maybe he saw you're a wrestler and said, I want to follow him. I I have no idea, man. Like, I was just on Twitter one day and, like, I liked one of his tweets and then I got a notification that said he followed me. It's the band that used to sing my, uh, my entrance theme. They follow me on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, that's, that's really freaking cool. I've like, never had any wrestlers follow me back, but I have a lot of wrestlers that I go. Have, I've had wrestlers follow us back. Johnny Collins, Johnny Collins got mad at me because he he said something, something about in a video with a girl in the video with him about Mike Tyson, and I said I wrote I tweeted back to him, please Mike Tyson punch him in the face, and I have the the thing from Sims Mike Tyson <laughs> punching uh what's his name uh, the bartender in the face, boom boom yeah, <laughs> and he tweeted me back, he tweeted him back. Don't talk about my cousin like that. <laughs> That's funny. I, I guess he's blocked. a girl. He's a I'm, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I'm blocked on Twitter by the Young Bucks, Kevin Nash, and JBL. Why? Shane Storm's blocked by OJ Simpson. <laughs> um, I don't know what I did to Kevin Nash. I don't know what I did to JBL. I mean, it's been so long ago. Um, the Bucks. I told them they didn't know what wrestling psychology was and that it wasn't 50 super kicks in one match. Oh. They probably heard that. They're I block you like, too. What an they're ass. Probably like, I, they're probably like, heard yeah, that. Oh, no, the, oh, no, Geek, it's happening. What? The, 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 we're breaking up the tag team. No. <laughs> how dare you? How, it happened how in two dare, different times. How oh, dare yeah. I care about tag team wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's happening, Joe. <laughs> Who would want to be a tag team wrestler? Yeah, right. That oh, just no. sounds terrible. We broke that up the tag awful. team. <laughs> We're back together we again. Oh. For that shoot uh, pop right there. Uh, James is one of my best friends. Like I've known him for years. Uh and it's it just works so perfectly that we get to do what we love together because we've got such amazing chemistry. Oh, absolutely. It's just, we get wrestling the same way. We're so stupid with some of the jokes <laughs> that we make. Like we've got something that we do before every match in the ring. I just go, "Hey, give me some fin." Noggin. Dude. Dude. It's straight from Finding Nemo, but we do it in every freaking match. It's just little things like that that just keep <laughs> It keeps us happy in the team because if you're not happy in the team, you're not going to do well. And this is someone you're going to be spending a lot of time with. So make sure it's one of your best friends and make sure that if y'all fight, you can get past it. Absolutely. Me and Joe fight all the time, though. Oh, but, my you know. God. One time we fought right before a show. I was upstairs in my house because my parents went to do something. I had the headset on. And before the guests even pooped, came into the screen, me, I was full on high adrenaline Freaking scheming, you son of a bitch, you fucking asshole. Yeah. And like, like full on Italian. I was biting the lip 
I was biting the lip and everything. Like, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen partners at each other's throats. Then their music hits and they go out and they act like they're best friends. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, like there's going to be times where you have to do that and that's okay. It's just a matter of if you can be professional whenever the time comes. Yeah. And, and then, and then our mod is in the background, like, and then the, our mod is in the background. Wait, where's the picture again? Where's the picture again? And then the mod is in the background. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. What <laughs> does that mean that the dog, everything is fine? <laughs> I'm a dog in a house fire. This is fine. <laughs> they actually have a new, the new Ghostbusters movie. And they did the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, the, mini, the, the Marshmallow Man in a burning house, and he's melting. Everything is fine. Everything is Yeah. But yeah. no, it's, it's, I'm just happy to be able to be doing my favorite thing in the world with one of my favorite people. Absolutely. Sweet boy talk. And now we hate it's, each other it's, again. It's uh, fun to do things with, like, like I said, the geek has been at my throat for, like, a long time to do a podcast. And this one, I had a regular computer. I would have been, like, staring up like this to get mm-hmm. look at the screen because it would have been regular computer screen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was watching... Um, Two different podcasts. One that was both of them were Ghostbusters reference, and they're really cool. Like one was um, the Yes Have Some podcast, which they talk about wrestling, they talk about toy collecting, like Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters, all that stuff. And I'm like, man, and Geek is going to do a podcast. Are you going to do a podcast? It was like Frozen. Do you want to do a podcast? (laughs) That's funny. How about? Do you want to watch some wrestling? Come and on, then I the yes, and then Joe was the one that never wanted to do the podcast. So no, go. I didn't. And then I saw yes, have some, and these other guys having so much fun, making fun of each other, joking with each other. And I'm just like, these guys are making fun of each other. They have their girlfriend there and making fun of each other. Oh my god, I'm down. He <laughs> decided when you put aside how much work it can actually be, you can be like, oh, it's a lot of fun, and it makes the work that you're having to do for it worth it. Yeah, yeah, I doing, love doing this podcast with Joe. It's so fun, and, so much fun. Yeah, and no my idea. parents are somewhat helping me because I have like the letter I send to the wrestlers. Originally, it was so long winded. You're like, I'm in, maybe, but now it's my yeah. mom changed it, so it's like understanding. It's like give me your time and time your your location you live in, like time zone, the fun stuff. Yeah, it's a fun letter. It's not like you have to like read it like. Our letter kind of looks like spam in a way. <laughs> but if you read it like Johnny Five, you have to. If the old letter, you would have to read. You know, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Five. Yeah. You have to read it like Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, read it off like an auctioneer. <laughs> nah, not <doing> yeah. <laughs> but now it's just like, oh, they don't. They're not asking for money. They just. They just do it for the love of wrestling. Yeah. Still, I like them. It's a non-profit organization. Yeah, there exactly. There it is. The we support the official release, and we will definitely be sending you guys a fun dudes at ringside podcast sticker. Oh, sweet, the- sweet! Yeah. I'll put That's that on my thing. PlayStation. Yes. I have. If I could pick up my thing and it wasn't all plugged in, I have two Ghostbusters stickers on my PlayStation. I have one that shaped like a donut, a Ghostbuster sticker. Oh, that's cool. Shaped like a donut. Yeah. It's a donut, a donut, with the Ghostbuster guy. And he's like, and he had he he bit the donut. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I was laughing at him. Like, 
guy from England sent me that one. I've got a, I've got a Macho Man sticker uh, for my van that I got. Uh, I've got a cane sticker that I don't want to put on my van because it's not necessarily meant for like uh, cars. Uh, I've got some Pokemon stickers because I'm a nerd. Geek. Oh, we're all, we're all nerds here. Don't worry. Pokemon it's- right there. There you go. Oh, geeks, geek. Geek, you got to put that meme. Did we just come be best friends? We just became best friends. There you go. <laughs> Hold up. That's not it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I've go. got a lot of – I'm a huge nerd, and I've just recently been getting into the trading card game of uh, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot. I collect oh Ghostbusters. I, I play Go a lot. I like Go. It's a lot of fun, but it's I prefer the original games. Like, yeah. it's funny that's all. I'm not going to get into a huge nerd spiel. I, I laugh at Geek when he starts going into his nerd rant. He's like, he starts hyperventilating. He gets mad at me because I'm like, I start talking about Ghostbusters and he gets all mad. But yet he's Mister. Uh, we used to get in this fight because the the the, the ghost star the game for a Pokemon Ghostbusters came out with theirs Ghostbusters World and Geeks Did like they? yeah they it, it, it they got rid of it because the server had to get shut down it was uh, just like Pokemon Go but you fight the ghosts and then you oh, trap them the same you, idea you See, you I, have I them about team. the Harry Potter one that was made yeah, yeah. It's, made by the same company, it's made by the same company that makes Pokemon yeah Go. I never got I never played that one they just made a Jurassic it. Park one too. They just made I, seen, I played the Jurassic Park right. one. I didn't like it. I was like, they yeah. actually have a they have a, actually have a new one. Yeah, with stay. Pikmin. No, no, there, there's a new one that's going to be made by Niantic, which is the same company that made both of them. And instead of hunting Pokemon, you're hunting Bitcoin. You're hunting Bitcoin. I don't trust that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I trust. So that. I mean, it's made by so Niantic. You make, so, so you're making money. While you're playing the game, instead, I don't trust that. So we like, have some. We had something cool. happen to a, a, somebody with that. No, no, no. I, I, I'd let other people try it first and see if it's credible. Dad, <laughs> I'll try it and get rich. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I don't know. You may get some weirdo trying to get you to do something, and then there goes your Instagram page. Take me to Funky <laughs> Town, and I'll give you five thousand dollars. Yep. Oh. If I wasn't so close to my desk, I would show you my uh, my coin jar. I have like wrestler stickers that they gave me. I got mm-hmm. Billy Starks. I got Billy Stark. You know who that is? I've heard of Billy, Billy Starks. Stark. Yeah, she was just on. Uh, what did I watch her on? OVW not too long ago. She's a, the one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet in the wrestling business. I mm-hmm. guarantee it. Wrestling's full of just really nice people, and I love that. And it's yeah. funny with her. She not you all can the be time. angry. Sorry. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Uh, Joe, me and Joe know from the podcast, right? But st- yeah. definitely not all the time. There's some right pricks in wrestling, but I can name a few. But right majority of the people with me and Joe are, that, are the nicest people ever. You know? Yeah. yeah. We still talk to a lot of people, like Shorty from the UK that mm-hmm. we're having on in a, back in a few weeks. She, like, became my friend. On my Instagram page, every morning I go, good morning. And she goes, good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, ha-ha, ha-ha. Time zones. I, I get send it. it. I send her I the little kid going. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> She's a oh. toughie right there. She she said she'd do hardcore matches. And me and Geek were like, really? She's like, yeah, I want to do hardcore matches. 
I'll, that's one of my favorite things to do, man. Mm-hmm. It's I just did a street fight a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I was filling in for you because yeah, your a, your appendix decided to die on you. Yeah. And oh jeez. Hashtag memories. Yeah. Uh, I had to, I did a street fight and it was a lot of fun. That was at it's my favorite moment at this or favorite match at this moment. Like I love it. Uh, I'm yet to do like anything really hardcore. I'd be down for it for the right amount of money, mm. but because I'm not gonna, I'm not about to go out there and damn near kill myself for like a hot dog and a handshake. But yeah, it's a free hot dog. <laughs> free yeah. hot dog, man. Way it is a free hot dog. dog. But a I could go to there Sheets go. and pay a dollar for two hot dogs. So yeah, yeah. No, but um, what, what's the, what's like the worst spot you guys you think you've ever taken so far? Worst bump. Yeah, worst yeah. bump you've ever taken. Uh, <laughs> the apron sto. Um, it was an ASW. Mathis gave it to me. It was the Halloween show. So yeah, whoever, I know what you're talking about. Mayhem and Logan, I think. Yeah, against Mathis and Bruce. And uh, Mathis gave me an apron sto, and he gave it to me on the side of the ring that had a gap on the oh. frame. Oof. Yeah, I, I don't. Bad. I don't think I've ever taken like an atrocious bump. But Bullshit! I'm, you haven't. The Battle Royal and Gilbert. Oh yeah, that wasn't that bad though. That <laughs> yeah, wasn't that bad. Bruce Gray. It's. It, Bruce Gray, uh, we were doing a battle royal, and he had me in the corner, and he was working me over. And I went over, and funny side note, I had just cut the crap out of my thumb at work. Uh, uh, I was cooking, and I accidentally just, like, sliced my thumb really, really bad. So I had it wrapped up. Uh, I had super glue on it, and I had it wrapped up. The wrap kept coming off, so I just said, screw it, and I took it off. Went out there for the match, hopped up onto the apron, my hand grabbed the rope and it just slid down and it ripped that super glue off. So my just thumb was exposed and like there was flesh and there was bleeding. The match hadn't even started. And I looked down, I go, huh, this is ASW's first battle royal where someone's gotten color. (laughs) So I'm just bleeding out of my thumb, like profusely the entire match. So it's, (laughs) I made it a point to try and chop people with that hands. I can get a bloody handprint on their chest. Anyway, So he's got me in the corner and he's working me over to get me out and he just pushes me over. And I just like, I did like two flips on the way down. (laughs) So I just go flip one, see someone. I'm like, I hope they move flip again. My back's on the ground. And it wasn't that bad. I didn't get hurt, but apparently everyone thought I died. (laughs) So like, Oh my God. And like, I'm just laying there and the fans just looked at me. They're like, Oh, is there a video okay? of this? I have to see this. <laughs> there is footage of it somewhere. I'll have to ask I think, Aaron. I think yeah, Aaron I think has it. Has it yeah. uh, it's, I can try and get the footage and I can send it to you. I'll actually. Yes. He might yeah, be busy right now, but I'll see it, if. And do you mind if we post it also on the Dudes at Ringside page? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you might have to zoom into it because the footage was like a little bit further back. It was oh, okay. footage. Uh, Aaron's wife records a lot yeah. of this stuff. I mean, he took an atrocious bump, like literally. Two later. Yeah, so you could sh- you could show that too. Oh, jeez. And we put that face, up, your friend's face, like this, at the end, and <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, 
in that battle royal. That happened to him and Aaron, the guy is texting right now. Um, he took a, an apron line. Yeah, they went to do a clothesline. He was going to bump on the apron and roll to the floor. <laughs> and somehow they had practiced this three or four times before the show. And so when it comes time to like execute, he takes the line and somehow misses the the apron entirely yeah. and just falls straight to the floor. Yeah, because I remember I thought I heard another bump after I hit the floor, but I was like, oh, maybe that's just my brain being rattled from hitting the floor so hard. It didn't hurt at all, but, like, it just went boom, boom. And I was like, okay. And I get up, my hand's still bleeding, and I look over, and Aaron's standing there. I'm like, huh, when did you get eliminated? And I get backstage, and I found out what happened with him. And I saw the footage. I was like, wow, if I, if one of us would have just gone a second earlier or later, we could have just done it at the same time. My favorite thing about that, too, is when Aaron took that bump straight to the floor, Ricky Morton is standing in the back watching it, and he goes, what in God, God damn, what in God's name? <laughs> oh, we, had, uh, we had Riley Rocket on the podcast also. Riley Rocket? Yeah. yeah. Who's Riley Rocket? The I'm, name sounds like a student of Ricky Morton. Yeah, she's a student. Oh, okay. Yeah. Another Ricky another Morton. nice person. She's really she's really sweet and really cool. Actually, she 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 swerved on us. We're like she sent us this picture. Her video her promo was like, Hi, I'm Riley Rocket. And watching dudes at ringside and then like the after we separate with her, we haven't and then the show's over and then I see stuff later in the week months I see pictures of her with a cowboy hat on with a shirt with the horns on it and I'm just like I message her, did you just turn heel? And she's like no, I was a heel the whole time I, you, I was on your podcast. I'm like, damn, that smiley face would have took a chair. To my, I thought, oh, my God, she would yeah. chair to my head and then <laughs> smiled at you and skipped off. Taking you to Funky Town. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, it would be me because I'm always like, yeah, so you said, <laughs> down, <laughs> down goes, down goes, Panther. Yeah, I hope I can like, get that footage because I completely forgot about that bump. Yeah, I was just going to talk about the time that I hyperextended my knee on Mother's Day. Oh, <laughs> I was uh, we started, Joe. Man, all these stories are coming out now. Coming. I, uh, I was just working a match, and I was working the arm, so I went to do the whole like stun gun thing with their arm through the middle rope, uh, and I did that, and I dropped to the floor, and my knee, my legs were just straight, so my foot decided to meet my hip, and I was like, oh, uh, and I was laying in the ground. <laughs> In excruciating pain, I couldn't walk for like three weeks after, or at least not well for three weeks after that. But I'm all better now. So I, I wrestled that Survivor Series gimmick what two weeks after having my appendix out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone was like, "Is he okay to do that?" And you're like, "Oh, we have a we have a plan for it." <laughs> yeah. That's that's insane. That, so, like, what, what would you say your favorite match of all time is, you guys? Of ours or just in general? In general, in general, I guess I couldn't. We were just talking about it earlier, and I always go back to it Punk, Cena, Money in the Bank 2011. It's a lot of people love that match, you know. I can't say that I have like a favorite match because it's it'll it would change all the time. But one of my favorite matches was I forget exactly the year, it was Shawn Michaels versus Mr. Kennedy. Armageddon, like, 06 or 05, I think. I think it was 05. But just for some reason, I just really, really love that match. 
I can't explain it to you. It's not there's nothing super stand out about it, but I just really like it. I wouldn't call it my favorite, but it's just because I I can't say I have a favorite because it would change every single day. Mm. And I've said this on the podcast before. My mine's would always have to be my all time favorites. Okada Omega Four. Yeah, that's a really good one. Because uh-huh. I'm a New Japan guy. That's all. Yeah. I'm trying to think now. What would my favorite match be? Because I I, re- I really like uh, I forget what year it was, but it was old school. It was the Fantastics versus the Midnight Express for the NWA US Tag Team Championship. That's the one that Davey sent us. Yeah. Davey Richards sent us that match to study, and I just I fell in love with it. It was a really good match. That had to have been like early eighties. Yeah, it was in the eighties, maybe eighty three, eighty six. Yeah, it was good. It was a really good match. <laughs> I've been on a huge old school kick lately. Like I've been uh, studying a lot of Arn Anderson and a lot of just like old school tag wrestling. The for me, my childhood match. Only one guy is remaining alive in this match. It's SummerSlam 91, Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart. Yeah. That, was that match got me really into the technical wrestling and, like, taught me that technical wrestling could rule the world, and they, they yeah. do. Like, Macho Man and, and uh, Steamboat at WrestleMania 3 was really good. And my as a teen, my best, my favorite matches, I say it all the time every time, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Halloween Havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good one. When Ray wears the purple mask and it's like it's almost like a body suit. What's that? The the body suit. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah. I, if if WWE sold that as like a Halloween like a Halloween costume or like a pajama, I'd I'd rock that. Yeah. <laughs> a recent one that I really really liked was a uh, Edge and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Oh that man, one. that was a great man. That, that ideas for Christmas presents. You got to get me a, a Ray Mysterio onesie. Yep, I'll wear it. Yep. <laughs> Little footy pajamas with the black the black boots is shoot. Oh, I'd wear the hell out of that. I wear that every day. My mom's like, Yo, make, make sure you buy me make sure you buy me a fiend belt while you're at it. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fiend belt. You know, the, with the leather strap and uh No, I'll buy I'll the- buy you a triple H onesie so the it, it go like the triple H face goes over and has the big mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. like triple yeah. H. Uh, a really good match. It's not mainstream or anything like that, but it just shouting outs to some of the guys that we work with on a uh, regular basis. Um, Aaron West versus Jack Ram Lethal in a dog collar match. Ooh. That's a really good match. I was involved in that. Yes, he was. That was a really good match. Uh, Ron Mathis versus Davey Richards. Either one of them yeah. is really good. Uh, it's We've got a lot of just really good wrestling in the West Virginia area, yeah. and I can't be I can't be happier about it. We've got a lot of fans. a lot of a lot of great talent mm-hmm. in such a I don't want to say small area, but like if y'all have never seen anything of Ron Mathis, look him up. He is fantastic. He He's actually, in the New Jersey area yeah, a lot. He, he works in Jersey a lot for H two O. Yeah, him and Bruce Gray both in Tower Box. What would you yeah. say his style's like? You'd say. Oh, he's uh, a brawler. Yeah, he's a brawler. He can brawler. do technical. He's a fantastic technical wrestler. But if you had to sum it up, he's a brawler. His a his brawler. whole gimmick is pure white trash. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think I've heard of him because um, we had Kennedy Copeland on the podcast, and I, she wrestles in H two H two O. I think. Yeah. Ron Mathis is fantastic. I was a fan of him way back in the day before, like I ever even thought about actually being a wrestler. I went to a local show, and he was there, and I was just like. That's my guy. 
I loved where I'm at this then. And then I've had the opportunity to like, he stayed the night at my house multiple times. We've uh, uh, had car rides together and he, I've learned so much about the business from him and been able to watch him wrestle is just phenomenal. So like, if you, you guys should absolutely look up Ron Mathis and watch some of his stuff. He is fantastic. Definitely. He's, he's on our list, right, Joe? Yep. He's really, really good. We say that yet our list is so unseen yet. We have lots of wrestlers that have been on this <laughs> podcast. Some of them we, we we can't even reach. Like I want I want Ray Mysterio and his son. That's one of my dream interviews. That'd be cool. They just keep working and eventually one day you might be able to do it. Like it's yeah. It it's very corny and cliche, but it's you can literally do anything you set your mind to. Definitely. Because you are your you're your bit uh worst enemy. So like the only thing that can get in your way is you all you got to do is just get out of your own way and just work hard and eventually you'll do whatever it is you want to do exactly yeah, totally there's my good advice for the day yeah <laughs> the more you know you get that you yeah. get the star and the more you know above your head yeah get that out of here <laughs> you got the you got the thumbs up no 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 <laughs> What's another uh, like favorite match of yours? Mm. I mean, Taker and Sean at WrestleMania yeah. twenty four and twenty five were obviously or twenty five and six. Those those were fantastic yeah. matches. Uh, Gargano really, versus Cole. Gargano versus Cole. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, WrestleMania really weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like one of my Ooh, favorite matches. I still really like the uh, fatal four-way of uh, Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, Tyler Breeze, and Tyson Kidd. That was a really, really good match. Love that match. uh, The one that always sticks out to me when someone's like, if you have to show someone one match, you know, to get them into wrestling or whatever, they've never seen wrestling show them one match. Brock Lee versus Cigar. (sighs) Shut the hell up. (laughs) Um, Shinsuke and Sami from uh, Mm -hmm. TakeOver Houston. That was awesome. That match yeah. was in da- Dallas, like, right? Houston or Dallas. It was in Texas. I know that. Um, my favorite thing about that match, though, is that until that match happened, they had never been in a ring together. No. It was a really good match, too. I, I, Bailey and I Sasha would show somebody uh, Okada versus the bottom. Sammy. Sorry. Sammy versus Cesaro in the two out of yeah. three falls. I miss like some of the awesome. early NXT stuff. Yeah. I miss old NXT. <laughs> you don't like the whole tie dyed NXT? No. It like it's okay, but it's it's not what it used to be. I don't I don't I don't get that aspect because I watch it weekly and they've gotten so much edgier now since they rebranded. I just I don't know. It's not feeling the same for me. I mean, yeah, it's a different look, but that's just cosmetic. I'm just not getting the same feel. It might just be because a lot of the guys that you used to see aren't on there anymore. Some of them just actually left, and some of them just aren't on TV anymore. But Most of them got released. It just doesn't feel the same to me anymore. Like, it's okay. I'm enjoying it, but it's... Right. It's like certain people, certain wrestling, you could really, like, see certain wrestlers in the indies and think, like, okay this match is going to be good. And certain indies, you're like, okay, this match is going to be corny. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, 
I like all wrestling, like regardless, like I'm going to watch something and see if I can take anything away from it. But if I'm watching something and I'm not enjoying it, I'm not enjoying it. And that's subjective. Not everyone is that way because there's something for everybody whenever it comes to wrestling and you're not going to get something for you every single time you watch it. I, yeah, I know totally. the match. I, I know the match that show people is Okada Shibata. Yeah, yeah. Just to how how hard hitting that match really was, and how brutal. You see that where match Shibata's was. coming back? Yeah. He'll be at Wrestle Kingdom, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. The dude is a beast, man. You know, he's had concussions, and now he's I was gonna back. say what he got like hit so hard he went blind. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the man he's blindness. <laughs> he's back. So blindness to Funky Town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see who he's facing. It. I I would love to see, and this is just me being a fan. I hope he's okay. Shibata versus Daniel, Brian Danielson at Russell King. That would be so good. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm really happy with how Danielson's been doing in AEW. It's he doesn't even have a gimmick. He's just a good wrestler. He just goes out there and kicks people in the face. Yeah, and yeah. he can curse now. He's not like censored. He can curse. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's not bogged. He's not bogged down. He gets yeah. to go out there and do what he does best, and that's be one of the best wrestlers ever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Before before Okada, there was Brian Danielson on the independent circuit. You gotta remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder when I wonder when AEW is going to decide to do Danielson versus Punk. Right. It's, it, they're probably building up to it. It's coming. Oh, yeah. up. I, I could see it, but that needs to be like one of the biggest shows that they've ever done. Like it needs to be the biggest show of the year. It needs to have some like I wouldn't even say it needs to have some big stakes because the match alone will sell itself, but the match is going to be a big deal, so it needs to be treated like a big deal. And AEW does a pretty good job of doing that anyway, so I have complete faith in them. Whenever they decide to go down that route, I have faith that they'll do it right. We've had a discussion about this on the podcast, and some other people have discussed it. That match should be a last priority. They should absolutely keep Punk and Brian uh, far away from each other until they're ready to do it. Yeah, because yeah. because the reason why that match should be a last priority because there's so many people Brian Danielson could wrestle. Mm-hmm. There's so many people CM Punk could wrestle that they've never wrestled before. Yeah. What what they'll probably do with it is if they start to go downhill, like their ratings are dropping and stuff like that, then they'll start the build to it. That'll tune a lot of people in. Yeah, but from a business standpoint, that'd be the smartest thing to do if they have to do it. Can we just get like Danielson versus Danhausen <laughs> with the broken? Oh leg. man, dude, I can't. Danhausen's coming. He's gonna be here yeah, in like two be, weeks. Yeah, he's gonna be at ASW. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And uh, the Mortons and Rob uh, Robert Gibson. Yeah, Robert Gibson. Rock and Roll Express, baby. Yeah, I love I'm the friend, I joke around all the time. Um, Cause like when I first started getting like bookings and stuff, when I got back into it, it was right after the pandemic had like taken full effect mm-hmm. here. And um, I always joked around. I said, "Man, I spent more time with Ricky Morton 
and his son than I have my own family throughout this pandemic because it was every other weekend I saw uh, Ricky and yeah. Gary. Like, they come to town a lot, and it's awesome. Like, a lot of people are like, from a fan's perspective, it's like they were just here last month. Why would I go and see him again? It's the novelty novelty of it is gone, but it's still Ricky Morton. It's still the Rock and Roll Express. See it regardless. Yeah. But from a worker's perspective, that's like once a month, every other month, twice a month that you get to sit and learn and just pick the brain of Ricky Morton, one of the greatest minds of this business, one of the greatest The uh, greatest wrestlers. baby face to ever exist. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest exactly. tag team wrestlers ever. For which for a tag team, that's awesome. Like if I get the opportunity to learn stuff about tag team wrestling from really good tag team wrestlers, I'll take it every single step of the way. Yeah, I want to get famous. <laughs> yeah. Chat. Like, like I but anyway. It'd be stupid to uh, not take any opportunities that you get. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Do you guys yeah. uh do you guys collect anything? I collect uh a lot of like wrestling figures. Um I've got <laughs> I've got a Ricky Steamboat signed figure, I've got a Foley signed figure, I've got a figure signed by Carlito. Wow. Um you got I've the got, Shockmaster. Yeah, okay, so I've got a uh I've got a Shockmaster figure that was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Um and he's upside down in the box. Like he fell through the wall. Yeah. And like, if you flip the box around the, the box is actually cut out. Like he fell through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. I had a friend that lived out that way. Um, he's passed away since then, actually. Oh. Um, but I had a friend that lived out that way at the time. And he hit me up and he's like, Hey, um, if I go to this comic con, do you want this figure? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And, um, Jerome was an internet friend. I've never met him. Unfortunately. And with, you know, something like that, you're kind of like, eh, am I really going to get it or are they just talking, you know? Yeah. And months went by, months went by, months went by, and I never got it. And then one day I got this box at my house and I'm like, what is this? And I cut it open and it's got this Shockmaster figure in it. It's got all kinds of like backstage passes from concerts he went to, all kinds of cool like VIP stuff that he'd collected over the years. Oh, wow. Um, I've got, um, recently I picked up... Um, a couple of years ago at our local minor league baseball field, they had uh, Jim Ross come in for a signing. And recently uh, they did a rummage sale at the ballpark, getting rid of a bunch of stuff because they re- they just renamed our team. So they're getting mm-hmm. rid of all the power stuff to make room for all the new stuff. And I picked up a game. It was the, the ball that Jim Ross threw out for the first pitch at Samba Jim Ross. They got rid of that? <laughs> you yeah, they, they, how much you want to think I paid for it? Oh, I could say 50, 60 bucks. Five dollars. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Five dollars. Um, Dirty I've, birds, Bobby. Yeah. I've Dirty got, birds. Yeah. I've got a uh, one of the old uh, WWE magazines with Tori Wilson on the cover from like 2005, like the 4th of July special. I think I remember it's that when she's like this. She's got the hot dogs in the red, white, and blue bikini. Oh yeah, uh, probably from like 2006, 2007. I've got uh, I've got one of those that's signed by her. Um, what else do I have? I've got the 20 or 30 year anniversary scrapbook in the Midnight Express signed by uh, Jim Cornette. 
That's awesome. I've got all kinds. I didn't even know you had that. Yeah. That's awesome. I've got I've got stuff for days that I even forget I have. <laughs> I forget every single time I come over to your house that you have that cut out of page. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a cut out of page. I come out of the bathroom and she's just <laughs> staring at me. I'm like it wasn't even mine. My friend, uh, a friend of mine moved in for a little bit. And when he moved out, he's like, I just don't have anywhere for this at my new house. Uh, you can keep it. <laughs> that that That's like a funny t- tie-in. When we had Shorty from the UK, her mm-hmm. friend was like saying, oh, you're having Paige on the podcast. And I was like, no, we're not. We're having Shorty. No, no, you're having Paige. And I'm just like, nope. I don't remember that on my schedule. I'm even looking at my calendar. I can have a page. Did I pay for a page and I didn't realize it? <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then I find out the guy in the chat comes in and goes, oh, hey, Paige. And she's like, oh, God, you broke kayfabe on me. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the guy that was saying on Instagram you have Paige. <laughs> Thinking, I'm getting duped. <laughs> oh, yeah, before I met, Mod's head explodes. Do you have any pets? I have a cat. I have. Where's my cat? I don't know. Kiki. That cat, that cat. That cat has all the time. Kiki. I've got. There she is. She's sleeping on the futon. Yeah. I've got a dog. How many fucking cats do I have now? <laughs> At least three that I've seen. I have four. So I've got two kittens, and then two other cats that we took in. Hello. I love animals. Animals are just fantastic. Like, yeah, dog. I'm definitely a dog person, but Same. I just love I love animals in per, uh, in general. I'm starting to get used to cats because my sister has now. Well, sister, my sister and her uh, fiance have two cats each, so I have to get used to pet like cats and their movements and how fast they are, and they don't want to be near you. They're gone. I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 hi. Oh, I guess I'm not worth it. (laughs) Our cat is, my cat's fantastic because, like, she is very lovable. But at the same time, like, when we adopted her, she had apparently, like, lived underneath the house for a while. Ah. So, whenever we adopted her from the, excuse me, adoption agency, she was still a recluse, like, even to them for the most part. She was just now warming up to them. So she still does like to run and hide from us every now and then. But like now we've had her for closer to a year and she's the sweetest baby girl in the world. I'm trying to get her used to being picked up. Uh, She's not huge on that, but like I'll just pick her up and I'll hold her for like five minutes just like that. And you can look at her and you can look at her face and she's just not enjoying it the entire time. But the more, the more I do it, the more used to it she'll get. And hopefully one day she'll just be cool with it and she'll just hop up on my lap all the time and stuff. But she's a good kitty. <laughs> so, so She gives you the look like, yeah, no, this is not happening. No, this is this is her house. Yeah. You're just living in it. Yeah. yeah. Then pay some so. bills. <laughs> she's coming at you like like uh, Brian Griffin with the bat. Like, boom, where's my money, bitch? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where's my money, Brian? Where's my money, Brian? <laughs> Where's my money, Brian? I made a TikTok video like that with this other girl that was doing the the uh, duet, and mm-hmm. I totally didn't get. I'm gonna have to do it again because I didn't get it right. Because she swings the bat and I then I fall, and I'm like, I gotta do it again because I have my glasses fall off and everything. It's like I have to because these glasses aren't mm-hmm. real. I can't do it with my real glasses. Mom, those aren't real. 
Oh my lord! Just for show. The prop glasses. glasses. Kayfabe glasses. There you go. <laughs> See, these are the real ones. The dirtiest ones you'll find. Ah, <laughs> dirty glasses. I don't know how I work with these on. When did I get things on? <laughs> clean them, man. Clean them, brother. <laughs> Gotta clean them. <laughs> I'm the world's worst about like trying to clean my glasses. Cause like I'm like I can see fine, and then everybody's like, "How do you see through those?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're you not put them dirty. Back on, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." I can see I them now. <laughs> now I'm paying attention camera. to it. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. like, how clean your glasses." Light. I did all before I the house. Dirt. <laughs> all I see is dirt. So, do you guys have any advice for upcoming wrestlers or uh, that want people want to become wrestlers in the future? Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Like if you want to be a wrestler. Stop waiting and do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Do it. Just Just like being a podcaster. There you go. Right? I wanted to do it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Just just do it because it's it's I went years without doing it. It's gonna be one of the greatest things you've ever done. Or like not to be negative, but or it's not going to work out. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're going to say, "Hey, I gave it a shot, yeah. and I'm not on my deathbed now saying what if." Yeah, because like you can, if you have aspirations of being a wrestler or a podcaster or anything that you want to do, but you're on the fence about it, you're like, oh, I don't know if it's for me or anything like that. You miss every single shot you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, you have to try it. Like, so to anyone that wants to be a wrestler, just do it. And like the, and thing, keeping, with, the thing with wrestling too is, man, there's room for everyone in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get into wrestling to be a wrestler. Like in this area specifically, man, we need referees bad, but nobody oh, yeah. wants to be a referee now. No. Everybody wants the glory of being a wrestler, but we need referees. We need managers. We need valets. We need ring announcers. We need commentators. We need photographers. We need, you know, there's room for everybody in wrestling. Shout out to my girlfriend, one of the best photographers ever. And she loves, uh, like, I bring her to the shows, and she'll take pictures of, like, all the boys and the matches and stuff like that. And she never, she didn't realize just how much the boys appreciated that kind of stuff until after, like, she sent me some of the pictures, and I sent them in some of the group chats. And they're like, wow, this is really good. Thank you. Like, this is awesome. I'm like, if y'all want her to take more pictures, just tell her. She'll take more pictures. There's no shortage of stuff to do in wrestling. Yeah. There's, there's referees, there's the bell guy, there's the guy that takes the outfits from the wrestlers, mm-hmm. you know, like that. There's valets. There's sometimes that's that's um sometimes that's a wrestler in training. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes. Am I, am I right? Like the person that takes the attire from the wrestler. That's oh the, yeah. Uh, sometimes agent. sometimes it's just the announcer that does it. Sometimes it's uh sometimes it just sits there on the apron until the end of the match, and the referee carries it back whenever he goes back. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends, uh, but I mean, there's no shortage of things to do in wrestling, and you'll never know if if it's for you and if you can be successful at it until you take that shot. So, the, my biggest advice for people that want to be a wrestler is just do it and keep an open mind about everything. Well, uh, and one more question: This is uh, what would you say? What would you say your your uh, parents' reaction was when you told them you were become a wrestler? My mom was terrified. Uh, like she, I've been a wrestling fan since I was nine years old. And I told her that that was my dream was to be a professional wrestler. And she was like, you can do anything you set your mind to honey. 
And then as I got older, I grew out of it and stuff. But then the opportunity came back up and I'm like, yeah, you know what? No, I'm going to be a wrestler. And so I finally told her and she's like, oh, it's real. Oh, like, like you're actually doing this. Uh, okay. Just, just be careful. Just, just be careful. Don't get hurt. Yeah. That was my mom's reaction to it. I was 17 my first day of training and my mom drove me there because I didn't drive at the time. She took me to my first day of training and my, my mom and dad both have been nothing but super supportive mm-hmm. of like me wanting to do this. Um, I feel like that'll probably change in the next six to 12 months when I tell my mom I'm quitting my job to wrestle full time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to wrestle full time. Mm-hmm. I've had the last six weeks off of work dealing with my appendix. And this past week was my first week back. And I realized I hate working. I don't want to do this the rest of my, my life. And, you know, I had a couple shows while I was off you know, dealing with my appendix. And I was like, you know what? Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to do this full time, like I got to make that commitment soon because mm-hmm. I'm not getting any younger. I'll be, you know, I'll be 30 in like two, two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Old ass. Yeah. You don't want to be 30. It gets a little scary after that. After a while. Yeah. It gets a little old. It's been downhill since 27 for me. So, yeah, there's, I mean, there's no time like the present. That goes back to the just do it, do it yeah. thing. Is you're only going to get older, and you never know. Tomorrow, you might get into a terrible accident that might paralyze you. Yeah, just do it. Do whatever you want to do. Definitely, I might get taken to Funky Town tomorrow. You might get taken to Funky yeah. Town tomorrow. I've had a few times. It's like we're going to take Will Huckabee and Crash Cassidy to Funky Town next week in Bluefield, West Virginia. <laughs> Oh, breaking news. We always get we always ask breaking the guests news, breaking news. There we go. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> you always have to do Bre- it again. Say it again so Geek can put breaking news on the screen so you can have that's it. okay. Oh geek. <laughs> it's not breaking news. It's probably a match that's already announced already, right? Yeah. It, it has been announced, but <laughs> y- your audience might not have seen it. And if there's anyone that's close to that area, feels like making the drive, or feels like taking the plane rod and they want to come to Bluefield, West Virginia to see the circus of pain, take Will Huckabee and Crash Cassidy to Funky Town uh, for Premier Wrestling League. Please come do it. We would love to see you there, and you can make fun of us, make fun of us, and say we're funky looking clowns, and we'll say y'all are the clowns. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna die, clown. Yep, <laughs> clown. You're the clown. clowns. But mm-hmm. we're not but, clowns. Um, they're clowns. Is, is that's uh, Is there any where where the people could find you or? Uh... But obviously you can find us at any of the shows that we're on. But the best way to find out about that is uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, at Sean Baker. You can find me on Instagram at Sean uh, Baker Wrestling Wrestling on Instagram. I've got a pro wrestling tease. That's pro wrestling tease slash Sean Baker merch. I think that's all you've got. Yeah, um, go ahead. Okay. Um, You can find me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash the attraction JM. Uh, on Instagram, um, underscore the attraction, underscore, underscore. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, but I don't really use it. So it's at the attraction JM. Um, and then I have all my stuff up on pro wrestling tees, uh, pro wrestling slash the attraction JM 
Or you can go over to the Brainbusters Tees link that is on the screen there. You can get this cool little shirt. Yeah, this little baseball tee for the Circus of Pain. Plug it. Plug uh, it. There you go. Plug it. Plug it. Plug it. Yeah, I've got I've got these on there. I've got hoodies of these, t-shirts of these, mm -hmm. tank tops of these. I've got fanny packs with another design on it. I've got face masks. I've mm -hmm. got hats. I've got beanies. Mm -hmm. um, New merch coming soon. Yeah, Eat got, your heart out, Gen Z. Yeah, <laughs> the March King. I hey, look, we just got a cricket the other day, and I'm coming for that title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's coming for the March King gen, uh, title. Yeah, yeah, Generation Zachary. Yeah, taking you to Funky Town, Generation Zachary. <laughs> yep, that's a wrestler. I think in Gen Z, like real Gen Z, I'm like these kids are gonna get knocked out. <laughs> no, no, there's a wrestler named Gen Z, and he's just like all the kids that you know of. Oh, Where are we dropping, yeah. boys? He's got a and one of his finishing moves is what is it? Chicken nug nug, something like chicken that. Chicken yeah. nug nug, remember that? Geek? Chicky nuggy. Yeah, chicken. That's what it is. Chicky nuggy. <laughs> it's like a shining wizard to the back of your head. He calls it chicky nuggy or something like that. <laughs> Can imagine the kids yelling chicky nuggy in the crowd. Yeah, it's all. He's so over, and I hate it. That's <laughs> because he's he's a kid, and he age. just does a little Fortnite dance, and everyone's like, yeah. I, it's uh -oh. amazing. Uh -oh. Geek computer died. Oh no! Did his the geek? Did your computer panic? Just... Panic! Nobody panic! Dog and house fire. This is fine. We're, yes, we're all fine. Now I gotta just keep talking because geek we're is all fine to here show. now. How are <laughs> you? Oh, there he is. Streamyard kicked me out again. It does not like me. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for coming on the Thanks podcast. For us. I've had a yeah, good time. Absolutely, it's been a. It's been a blast. I don't know if Joe's got anything left. I think, right? I got nothing else. Wait, one more funny question: Have you got, have you guys ever created yourselves any of the two K games? Oh, yes. absolutely. <laughs> if if you're not a if you're a wrestler and you haven't done that, you're lying. <laughs> it's, I mean, it never looks like me, but I don't have the patience to sit there and change the facial features. And I like to think I'm more Jack than I am. So, <laughs> right. No, the biggest compliment, man, is every once in a while you get a fan that messages you mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, man, look at this. And they send you a picture and they've created oh. you in 2K. I've got an awesome uh, picture that someone made me recently. Which 2K? Is it 2K19? Or 2K19? Uh, maybe. I, I, I don't even so. know where I, I shared it. Yeah. There it is. All that, yeah. Oh wow! My girlfriend uh, had Pretty that cool. made for me. It was awesome. oh wow, that's cool, and it glows in black light. Yeah. Oh wow! Shout, shout out to Jr. Earls. Jr. Killed it. The guy that did our logo, his name is Joe Alphabet. He's on Instagram. You should Joe Alphabet. Out. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll look him up. Uh, no, it's Joe. Jo no, it's Joe. It's Joe, and it goes Al Fo Bet. Okay. So it's super not super nice it's guy from Canada. Joe Alphabet. Yeah. Super yeah. sweet. He 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 just he just found his hat. He has one of these hat his beanies he wears, and I guess he lost it and made a whole cartoon shift about that. He couldn't find it. He thought he lost it. He put a bag on his character's head. He, I'm mm -hmm. embarrassed. And then his character's sleeping. And he's like, Why does my pillow pillow feel all bunched? And then he picks up the pillow and goes, close his face. And the next picture is him with pulling the hat, and they see his eyes and face go red. I mean, the <laughs> hat was there the whole time. That's how it works, man. I lose stuff all the time, and then it's just exactly where it's supposed to be. I'm like, oh, okay, then. Nice to see you. 
can't wait till I need you next week and you're gone. Yeah. That's wrist tape for me. Yeah. I th- I always think I have more wrist tape than I actually have. Yeah. Because Ron like, Mathis takes it all. <laughs> hey, man, who's got the wrist tape? Yeah. If you don't have wrist tape, I'm taking you to Funky Town. <laughs> Hardcore country. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, huh? Geek, oh. what happened? Yeah, StreamYard keeps. I told you, StreamYard keeps kicking me out. I think it's well, time the show. I thought you had a clone. <laughs> yeah. He's on the opposite side of the computer. He's going. Yeah, I was. I was wondering why you hadn't moved for a minute. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Now, All right, anyway, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You know. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We'll happy to have you guys all next year. On. 100% down for it. I'd love to be back. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll make sure yeah. to get pneumonia in mm-hmm. on this one, too. Then she can do her face love, tell her she's welcome when she wants, when she's ready. Absolutely. Love to. You guys would be the first ever tag team with their manager to ever come on the podcast because we never. And she's had an her. awesome manager, too. Is she the mouthpiece? Last question. Is she your the mouth? Is she the mouthpiece? Or are you? Or- <laughs> no. No, not at all. So <laughs> she's. We share the mouthpiece for this <laughs> Share. I talk, <laughs> I talk a lot, but it works out because I'm good at it. So, but no, she is actually she's just kind of breaking in. Like this match I had a couple weeks ago, uh, the one that he wasn't able to be in when we were uh, wrestled Dark Clouds. Freaking COVID was her first time managing, so she is super uncomfortable with a microphone right now. Mm. But she is a hell handshakes. Of she's the meme with the guy cold in the coffee and the coffee spilling all over the yeah. place. She's just in her head. Yeah, she's, she's in her own head. head. That's, that's sad. You know, like some people in the wrestling, they could be the quiet manager. Some people could be the Mister Fuji and take over the whole team. Yeah. So like her, her whole goal with managing too is to be as much <clears throat> like Baby from Houses House of a Thousand Corpses as mm-hmm. you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, she doesn't really need to talk for us. It's going to be more of the, you know, cutesy, flirtsy, mm-hmm. psycho bitch shit. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she's going to kiss you next minute. Yeah. She's hitting you in the head with the steel chair. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the one to take you to Funky Town. Yeah. 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 But remember, you guys got to look up Masha Mayhem. You know, that's a team you guys got to look up. Absolutely. I'll look them up. Yeah. Mm. I want to work everybody. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Everybody. They, they, ha- they have a manager with makeup on their, their face, too. So, you know. Oh, sweet. Circus of Pain versus the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Take the whole world t-shirt. to Funky Town. You got to make that t shirt. We'll do it. <laughs> Put just like it's a globe. I'm not going to say it because give somebody else the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I see what you're doing. <laughs> you're to Funky Town. All right. Mr. Burns, me. Once again, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Take care, thanks guys. Thank you, man. It was a blast. Right, later. later. See you. That was a fun interview, Joe. Right? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. A good two-hour interview with the uh, with the Circus of Pain right there. So, yeah. so for those of you that don't know, we've got a, a podcast this Tuesday. It's the first one. We're going to be doing all about movies. You want to drum roll, please, Joe? On the pit. Yeah. 
Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, Joe. Keep going. Ba-na-na. I wonder what the there first episode's about. It's going to be about Ghostbusters. There you go. All right. Hi, friends. <laughs> so remember, Not check us out Christmas. this Tuesday, 8 p.m. It's the Popcorny Podcast. Here. So <laughs> here, right here on. We, we are, we're going to have some friends, too. Friends All on right. panel. All right. We will see so, you tonight at 8. See you later.